This episode is brought to you by CRPS Warriors Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. This is Mike. This is episode 30 of the CRPS Warriors Foundations. You are listening to the Mike and Phoebe show. And you know what? We've had tons of fun talking to all the CRPS Warrior Foundation uh, resources. Now, this is going to be the last episode of season one in the CRPS Warriors Foundation series. But do not fret. Season two is coming up. We're going to have season two start at the beginning of fall. So don't fret, you guys. We're going to have more content for you. But this morning, as a bookend to the CRPS Warriors Foundation series, now Deborah is the CEO, president, and founder of the CRPS Warriors Foundation. Welcome, Deb. Thank you, guys. Oh, my gosh. It's so great to be here and in the studio. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. We're so happy and we're so honored that you're here live in studio. And, you know, um, we're so honored, Mike and I, to have been talking to all the wonderful CRPS resources that you've been lining up for us. And every time we talk to more and more people, every time it seems like it levels up, you know, we learn more, we uh, connect more with people and we, we get, we get more inspired. We get more fired up to help bring awareness to CRPS and CRPS Warriors Foundation. So now today um, we got a couple of questions and I'm happy that you're in here, Deb, in studio. Now you want to talk to us about your new research team. I've been seeing a lot of activity on your social media every time, like every week I see new person, new resource, new volunteer. So you want to tell us about that? Yes. Great question. So our research team is uh, just became this year. This is been on the books for me since day one, but it was a five-year plan. And we got really lucky. Um, Dr. Conwal Saeed, who was our international ambassador in Canada, is actually the research director now. We have Lee Trimbaldi, who is our lead assistant, uh, research assistant in Florida. She is part of the team. And then we have Chelsea and Camilla, who are both part of our research as our research assistants. So we are, this year is going to be focused on getting clinical trials together with our doctors, with our clinics, um, to be able to find a cure for CRPS. It's been a rough first part of the year. Um, We had a lot of, not a lot, but we've had more than we should as far as warriors taking their life. And so having this move up from five to three years is just, it's a blessing. It's it gets to me every time. I am just so proud of this team and so excited for the research to start. And now we have a full team put together. We're working on our grants and we should have our first clinical trials going soon. Very nice. Great. Good. Yeah. So we'll definitely stay on top of your social media. So you make that announcement and talking about your social media. I saw that you just announced your new mascot ready. So I saw that going on. Um, Tell me a little bit of the background of Ruddy and uh, where that came from. Ruddy is, uh, Ruddy is my baby. He was a vision. Um, Our COO, Gary, and a couple of our other volunteers, we were all at lunch one day and I said, you know what? I said, I really want a mascot. I think a mascot's going to be good, especially when we work with our little warriors. For those who don't know, I'm a huge Disney fanatic, and that is my happy place, and it's the only place I can go to feel normal with this condition. So I felt that Ruddy was going to be somebody we wanted to bring in. So we sat there, and I'm like, you know, we don't want the regular cat or tiger, or we want something that's actually going to mean something to CRPS. So the Red Panda, he's a warrior. He's a warrior panda. He believes in fighting for a cause. He's strong. He's vigilant. He just, nothing can stop him. So we came up with the Red Panda, and then what we did is social media had put uh, a poll out to our community, all our warriors, and said, we would like some names. Give us some names, the top four or five names we're going to go ahead and send back out, and then we'll pick whoever has the most votes. So we did that, and Ruddy was the winner. The name of him is Ruddy. That's how Ruddy was born. He was born June 24th of <laughs> last year. Um, and he started his first day on July 9th at an event in Las Vegas. Nice. 
That is so sweet. You know, when you're oh, telling wait, I'm sorry, not July 9th, no. July 9th. Gary's going to be like, what are you doing? Still a baby. Oh, that's so sweet. Still a baby. Is, and I loved it because I listened to the podcast with Liza and you were asking questions about writing. And I'm like, oh, I want to see how Liza answers this. <laughs> Stop, Liza. <laughs> I threw that in there too. I asked her before, you know, I'm going to ask you about it, but not, you know, the specifics because yeah. I wanted the, you know, the live uh, answer. So um, I'm glad that she, <laughs> she did good. Liza. <laughs> she did. She did. Yeah. yeah she, she was there for uh, Ruddy's grand opening along with um, Shonda, our executive assistant out of Nevada, Gary. And then we had um, a few other volunteers that came to help us. So Anne Thomas, who is also um, one of our resources and sits on our board of directors. So it was a really nice turnout and he was a hit. It, it was great. I, I smile. I just can't stop smiling when I think of him, you know, because he's just he makes you just want to keep going and fight. Yeah, that's right. I love that backstory, too. And it's always interesting to hear um, the inspiration behind how a project, a character comes through. So, and I love that you actually have him in a mascot outfit. Like it's not just, you know, just a, you know, some t-shirt or whatever, but you have the whole getup. I mean, it's, it's legit. Oh, he's very <laughs> legit. He, he is very legit. He is, he's a warrior. He's ready. He's, you know, and everybody just, they're excited. He's going to be attending um, some events. Um, he, he's just, I, I, my biggest thing is, is I can't wait to take him to the children's hospital and our marketing team is working with, um, different vendors to make some little ruddies. So because stuffies are so huge and, you know, there's certain materials that work well with CRPS warriors. And so we're looking for the perfect vendor who knows how to make the right material. That's not going to be too harsh. It's nice and soft. That will help if you have it in your hands or something or your face, you can just, you know, cuddle with them. And so that is the project that I'm working on right now with our PR department. That is amazing. Yeah. You know, so much, um, I don't, at least I don't think of all that um, detail that the, the feel, the felt, if it's cotton, you know, if it's too rough, I don't think of that. I mean, I just think, oh yeah, it feels good to the touch, but then other people who may have sensitivities, you know, who have CRPS, it affects them. I never thought of that before. So that's, that's where the awareness comes in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. We're also working, um, reaching out to some clothing lines uh, to see if they will partner with us to be able to get the right material clothing made um, for our warriors. So, and then we're going to bring in like some other merchandise with Ready um, because he is such a baby and he is so new. Um, we'll be getting that, but it'll probably be closer to the end of the year when our November awareness month kicks in in November. And I'm, I'm also glad that you actually looked out to all the other uh, community to get names instead of just coming up with it on your own. And that's the way the foundation is built. It's all about community. It's yeah. about family. Um, we always reach out to our community to through social media whenever we have something big like this because we want their input. This foundation is for them. So we want their input because that way they're involved. They help bring him to life we just start with the basics and then we let the team take it from there and i think it makes it more personal uh people are more apt to wanting to be involved so with ready yeah he's he's just he's a love i'll tell you what he's i can't wait for you guys to meet him me either. That's yeah. going to be later on today. Yes, yes. We're going to be attending the Mega Mixer. Now, at the time of this airing, the Mega Mixer would have already passed, but um, already, already passed. Already? Already. Yes. You see what I did there? there already go. passed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but we'll definitely um, take pictures on social media. I'm very excited about that. So, um, oh my goodness. He is too. He's, yeah. he's, he's waiting. He's chomping at the bit to get out there. Well, but we're going to be very ready, you know, when later on today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's a competition. How can we make Ruddy's name and put it in, in different words? Yeah, there play some words. Sentences, huh? oh, I like that. There's, there's something good for our warriors to work on. There you go. That is so cute. So cute. 
Now, tell me about the sponsorship packages. I saw that you posted on social media on LinkedIn as well. You want to talk to me about sponsorship packages? So the board of directors, um, Geraldine in particular, helped put together our sponsorship packages. Um, This is something that, you know, we've been wanting to do, but it's just now coming to life. And we just now released it the other day. It's different levels for people to be able to be a sponsor for the foundation. And if you go to our website, it will be on the website of the different levels, different tiers that you can become a sponsor for. Um, With this funding, that's going to go back to our community. It helps to cover not only the overhead cost of the foundation, but it will help provide more scholarships for our warriors and their families. You know, it's amazing how many people you've helped, Deb. Just in the short time that we've known you since January, I've seen so much of your um, improvement, your hard work putting into giving back to the community. And that's what I love. That's what we're striving to do as well. Mm -hmm. So it's good to see that you're, you're working on different projects to help in different kinds of ways. And I think that's what makes this foundation so successful. I mean, one, it's run by all volunteers. I mean, we don't take a check for this. This money goes back to the community um, and to help with the overhead. But everything we do is it's a family and we all do it together. We all come up with ideas. Right now I have um, a contest going for our different departments to see who can get the most resources to come in by the 1st of September. And the reason we're doing that is because our resources is what is why we're here is to be able to get our warriors the right doctors, the right treatments um, all over the world, not just the states, but our international teams are involved as well. So it's been great. Um, It's fun to sit there and watch the teams just go (laughs) at it and who's going to updo who and (laughs) who's in the lead this week versus last week. Um, But again, it's all about working together. Mm-hmm. Um, supporting one another and being there and believing in the same cause, which is one to get the resources for our warriors. So they know they're not alone mm-hmm. um, to get the funding so we can provide more scholarships and to find a cure. You know, I love nothing more than a healthy competition. I never imagined, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not into sports and if you guys met me, I'm not like built like I, I love sports, but um, in my mindset, I do have a little bit of a competitive spot And I think when it sparks, then it's like, yeah, I want to help. Yeah, I'm going to top. Yes, I'm going to do. But then it's in a healthy way and it's for the good of the cause. So I like that you guys are doing that in a healthy means and it's team building, working together for the cause. That's what it's. It's improving the cause. Yeah, absolutely. And we're able to reach out to resources all over the world because we have our team is in different parts of the U.S. and then we have six or six or 10 now, I believe. Oh my gosh, we're growing so fast. Um, Different countries that we work with. So we're able to get a great diversity of resources for our warriors. And the team has fun doing it too. You know, not only that, but you're learning about different cultures too and see what their perspective is when you're helping, working in the cause, working towards CRPS awareness. That's what's interesting to me different cultures, um, different societies working together for the common goal and not having the, the, you know, the negative diversity and things like that, the, the negative thinking, you know, everything that's separating us right now, but it's working towards that common goal. And with our warriors, that's something we need. We all have to stick together as a community because this disease is still not recognized. You know, um, Gary and I were talking earlier and he brought up a good point. He says, you know, if you go and ask anybody, what is cancer? They're going to be able to tell you right away what cancer is. They know what cancer is. And then you ask that same person, what is CRPS? And they're going to go, never heard of it. So our mission is to get CRPS on that same level. So it's recognized because once it's recognized, you're going to get the correct doctors. The insurances are going to start proving the funds. Warriors are not going to be taking their life or their the parents aren't going to be mortgaging their homes just to get their treatments to another or getting treatments for their children in another state. They should be able to have it right where they're at. So we've come a long way in a little over three years that we've been here and it's just, it's growing more and more. And that's because of our community. That's because of our volunteers. They keep saying, this is you. And I'm like, Nope, this is you guys. (laughs) I give credit to this entire team. Everybody works well together. 
Everybody supports each other. We have a combination of warriors and non-warriors working on the foundation. So we are able to learn from each other. I still learn every day. Every day I learn something new about CRPS. I love it. And I'm so happy that we're able to contribute our little part to help bring awareness to that. And it's a long-term, long-term journey. You know, we're going to be in the partnership for a long time, Deb. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, sure we're, we're excited. Our, we're, we're not going anywhere. No, no. <laughs> Our team loves you guys. Our resources, everybody that's been on has just said nothing but great things. Um, we just love listening to the podcast. And, you know, we're le- we learn so much. We learn from all the resources that come on. I mean, I listen to the podcast all the time and I'm like, wow, I didn't know that about that resource. You know, I learned a lot from Dr. Tambaga. I was like, wow, you know, I've known her for a few years and no clue. You know, she, she's a trooper. She's a warrior. She's an amazing woman. And I am am inspired by her. And that's like with all of our resources, they each have something different to give. And even though I know that for the first three podcasts in between, it was like, peripheral nerve surgeons, each one, you know, you have three different peripheral nerve surgeons, but again, each one has a different technique. Each Mm -hmm. one does something different. And so that's why it it just makes it all the better for our warriors. You know, Deb, uh, when you were lining up all your um, guest speakers for our podcast, and when you were telling me these were doctors, and I'll be this is me being honest right now. (laughs) I'm very intimidated by doctors. Okay. (laughs) And 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 I personally don't like a lot of doctors because you get nervous. I get nervous, you know, and things like that, which I know it's not uncommon. However, when we started talking to each doctor, Dr. Uh, Peter Burke Bergman, Bregman, Bregman, yes, Dr. Bregman, um, Wil- Dr. Wilton, and then um, I'm spacing out on the last one, but um, Dr. Daphne. Yes, yes, Dr. Damien Daphne. Yes, correct. Oh, he's a podcaster. That's yes. right. Yes, yes. 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 Uh, check out his podcast. It's Dr. It's uh, the pod, the pod guys, I think it is. The pod guys. The pod doctors. Pod doctors. Yes. Yeah. I I so. yeah. Yes. Check him out. Um, every time we got finished talking to them, I just felt so inspired, refreshed, and not at all intimidated by the, the medical jargon that <laughs> they were throwing out. But uh, they were also able to answer our questions, too. You know, uh, kind of, uh, I think in my mind, I was trying to understand more of the medical jargon, and they were able to dial down the medical jargon to explain it so uh, we as laymans would understand and not just, you know, spew out all kinds of terms that, oh, well, now I'm really intimidated. I don't know what to say about that, you know. So they were, uh, they had an awesome bedside manner, you know, outside of the clinic and also just, just chatting as normal people. And that's why I am so fortunate and blessed to have you guys as resources for us and to work with you guys, because that's how our warriors feel on a daily basis. I still feel that way. I have, I'll be honest, I have 10 different doctors that I work with on a regular basis. That's insane. Mm. That should not be that way, but it's reality. And believe me, I know how you feel. I am very, (laughs) very skeptical when it comes to doctors because I've had some really bad ones and everybody that's a resource for the foundation. They're amazing. And they do take the time and they listen and they care. And this podcast has helped so many of our warriors because it gets rid of that intimidation feeling because we're like, okay, these guys actually know what they're talking about. Everybody on here knows what they're talking about. And that's what we try to do. We only approve resources to come to the website if they know CRPSs, if they've treated CRPS warriors. Um, and that's so important to us. And that's why this podcast has been so amazing for so many because like you, they're intimidated. They don't want to deal with doctors. They don't want to hear the same excuses when a doctor doesn't know what's happening. Right. So having these guys on here, um, and even when Geraldine was on here, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody wants to speak to an attorney. (laughs) (laughs) Attorneys are intimidating. I, I definitely don't want to deal with attorneys unless Mm -hmm. I absolutely have to, but Geraldine's an exception. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's remarkable. She knows what she's doing. She cares She's very passionate about her work, and that's what our warriors need is people like her, like our doctors, like Liza, um, you know, Dr. Tambaga, all these people that have been on and the great ones that are going to be coming up. 
We're very excited. And that's another thing, too, because I, I'll agree with you, Deb. Lawyers, you know, Mike and I, we, we dealt with, you know, a, a couple lawyers in the past uh, in our personal life. And, um, yeah, it's true. You don't want to talk to them because then you're scared. Oh, shoot, are they going <laughs> to charge us for, for talking to them as a, you know, <laughs> do yeah. we need a retainer for this? <laughs> yeah, but in a lot of other aspects, you have to talk to them right. in order to get the information what you need. Yes. And or you have to talk to them to hire them for the situations that you're in. Yeah. So... Even though you're going to be intimidated, mm-hmm. you know, you you have to get over that. Right. And normally, a lot of times, we usually do. Yeah. You know, normally we do. it, And that's always a good thing when uh, we go through our whole entire life in our different situations. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I'm very picky about, you know, who comes on the website. And if I get complaints about a specific resource that is on the website from... The first thing I do is I obviously research it because, you know, there are going to be people unhappy about attorneys or doctors or clinics, you know, because they're not getting everything they want right here and then. So, you know, I'll research it. And if it comes back that it's actually a legit complaint, we'll pull them off the resource. You know, I, this is a safe place. This foundation is a safe place for our warriors. They need to know that when they reach out to us, we're taking them very seriously. Number one. Number two, we are going to make sure we get them as much information as we can. Our community team, Jen and Ashley, are absolutely amazing when it comes to getting the resources out to our warriors. They put on podcasts. Um, they'll add you know, different clinics. And they always look for what's close to the warrior. We don't just say, oh, here's a resource. Go find them. That's not how we work. You know, First, we take the resources on our website because they're there for a reason. And if they're not in that area or they can't see a patient via Zoom, then we move to somebody in their area. Um, And it's the same with our international team. Our international team works with different resources all the time. And we send people out there um, to get assistance. And our, our resource team, or I'm sorry, our international team handles all international resources. And then Jen and Ashley handle everybody stateside. Because they don't know what's out in, like, Uganda or Australia. Um, but our ambassadors that are in those countries do. So it's a little different between how we run the international side versus the state side. True. And that's great. Uh, see, and we, I just learned something new about uh, about your foundation, that you have your resources on your website available for your uh, warriors to look up and know that, okay, they do know about CRPS. That's that's amazing to hear. Yeah. And what we're doing with the sponsorship packages is there's different tiers in there. Resources that apply for the sponsorship package will get actual things like they'll get extra webinar time. They'll get extra podcast time. They'll get, you know, different things that makes them stand out. So it's like a win win for everybody. That's awesome. And it's helping getting the awareness out, too, in the long run. Number one thing. That is amazing. Now, tell me about your upcoming events. So today, you know, we're going to be going to the Mega Mixer in Temecula, which I love going. And we also love um, it at the uh, Lake Elsinore Storm, which is where we met. So that's twice a year. Tell me what else you have going on. So I'm super excited about this. Um, so this will be our third year working with Heyday Events and Records. Um, they do summer concerts with tribute bands, and it's mostly 80s and some 90s. But... This year, um, the last two years, we were doing the Rock Fest. This year, we are doing the Depeche Mode Tribute Band at Mount Palomar Winery um, in Temecula on August 4th. It's from 6 to 10. Robert and Trina at Heyday Records are absolutely amazing, and they have been so supportive of the foundation from the very first day I met them uh, three and a half years ago on my birthday, as a matter of fact. So it's it's been great. Um, and Reddy's going to be there. Um, we'll have a silent auction and all the proceeds from that will go back to our warriors to help them with scholarships. But this is one of my favorite events of all times next to the mega mixer. This is one of my favorite events is doing the concert series. Um, you meet great people again, Robert and Trina are just absolutely amazing. Um, and we have so much fun and everybody comes out and it's just, it's a great event. Very nice. Mike and I are so excited. When I saw that, Deb, you know, I was already telling you earlier, but um, and I'll tell, say it here. I was so excited because I love Depeche Mode. 
every time I see, you know, I was so close in like, I think it was like 97, 98, seeing Depeche Mode in concert in LA. It's kind of a sad, st- I mean, not sad, sad, but it, it was a, it was a sad story that I couldn't see him, but uh, we got tickets. My best friend and I got tickets. Actually, I got tickets for her for her birthday to go. At, this was in L.A., um, the L.A. stadium or wherever they were playing back then. And that day before or that morning, my tire on my car started to leak air. And my dumb, my me being, you know, absent-minded in my 20s, didn't think of it. It was just like a slow, slow leak. I drove all the way from Anaheim to Irvine that day for my, for my work. I noticed the tire was going a little weird, but I was like, oh, but I'm still moving. I'm still going at 75 miles an hour on the freeway, so it must be fine. So I made it to work, and then as I was coming back, I was right in Anaheim, and I was, and I was struggling. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, shoot. Something's wrong. But we made it. I picked my friend up. We made it to the parking lot in Anaheim, downtown Anaheim. Oh, it was Anaheim or L.A., wherever. And uh, finally, then I got out because I thought, Phoebe, something's wrong. You better look now in the parking lot of the concert. Okay, Phoebe. And I got out and I looked. Sure enough, it was flat. And this was like at nine o'clock at night. My best friend said, we can still go to the concert. And this was Friday night in downtown. And I'm like, are you joking right now? This is my car. I have to go to work on Monday. I can't just leave it here. And then by the time the concert gets out, midnight, 1 a.m., two single girls looking around like all crazy, trying to figure out what the heck to do with the flat tire. We're targets. We can't. We cannot. I will not. I said, I'm sorry. This is your birthday present, but I'll make it up to you. I'll buy the next you know, round of tickets again for your birthday to make it up. She said, no, no, please. Let's go. It's Depeche Mode. I said, I know. It's Depeche Mode. I know. We love them. But I my responsible side finally kicked in and was like, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we, we ended up not going, but, um, so this is so exciting. This is close. We're not going to get a flat tire no. as the tribute band. So we're, we're going, you, you got another person that's more responsible. So that's me. Mike knows. That's right. Mike knows that the tire's going to be flat or yep. not. You, you, you know, I could always change it. So it's always good. Yeah. So that was a tragic story, but now this is redemption. So we're going (laughs) and it's going to be fun. And, you know, for anybody who's listening, who wants to go, just make sure you go to heyday.com slash slash CRPS to get your tickets, because that way, if it has the code CRPS, then the foundation gets the proceeds of the tickets, which, again, goes back to the community. So between the silent auction, um, Ruddy will be doing autographs. This will be his actual first autograph appearance. Um, The Mega Mixer is just a time to meet some of the local businesses. Um, Anybody who stops by the Mega Mixer um, will get to meet him. But the Rock Fest, or I keep saying the Rock Fest because we've done it the last two years. Um, The Depeche Mode tribute concert is going to be amazing. And, you know, I'm going to see if Freddie knows how to dance. (laughs) Just a year old. We'll we'll have to see, but uh, we're going to hope to try to get him out on the dance floor. Yeah, I would (laughs) say so. He's got a a dance to personal Jesus. You know, that's a little bit slow. Uh, Personal Jesus. You know, that's a slow kind of, you know. So get ready. Yeah, get ready. Get ready. (laughs) Get ready. That uh, event's coming up real quick. (laughs) Oh, man. How many is that? Like three? I don't know. <laughs> that's months. quite a few. I'm, I'm counting them all. Yeah, we got to keep track. Oh, my gosh. I'm crying. This is so funny. So now, uh, Deb, tell me about your docuseries and future podcast. What's that What's that going on? Wow. So the docuseries, um, Zach with Next Life Media is just, he is so amazing. He is such a talented producer. And the first trailer just came out. Um, that came out on our three-year anniversary, May 28th. So you can go to our YouTube channel if you missed it and see the trailer for the docuseries. Uh, he's thinking of he's going to release a second trailer um, in July, hopefully. If not, the first episode is to air in September. And we're looking, as of right now, somewhere between an eight and ten episode series docuseries for this. So Very and nice. now that the Netflix one on um, Take Care of Maya just came out, People are starting to really understand. They're asking questions. They're more alert to what CRPS is. And that's what we're hoping this docuseries is going to do. The trailer, if you haven't seen it, be prepared. It's only like a minute 15, but 
I still get chills just thinking about it. Um, Zach for Next Life Media did an absolutely amazing, and I cannot wait for the first episode to air. Most of it is done with our resources. Um, we do have the Marietta Wildemar Chamber, uh, Patrick, CEO. He is in the podcast, or I'm sorry, podcast I'm getting confused. <laughs> He's in the docuseries. And then Scott Algerian from City of Marietta. He is also part of the docuseries. And that was important to me because we work with these community leaders and they have been such a huge support of the foundation that it's important that it's not just your doctors and attorneys and myself or our warriors talking, we're getting everybody involved. Again, it's all about the collaboration. It's all about the family. It's about making sure that everybody knows there is somebody out there. They don't have to be a doctor. They can be in podcasts. They can be in the city. They could be, you know, somebody who owns, you know, the mom and pop shop down the street. These are real life people that are here to support and educate and help us spread awareness. And the docuseries is, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm already, I just, again, I get chills every time I think about it. Uh, Geraldine did such an amazing job. Oh man, it, it just, you know, it really hits you. And people who have never heard of CRPS when they watch it, we've already gotten such great feedback from. So I'm excited for that first episode to air this fall. Yeah, when I saw the trailer, I showed Mike and it, yeah, it was so short and I, I, it left you wanting more. Like, what's next? I want to see the whole, the whole docuseries. So, man, how many episodes you said? Eight? Eight to ten. Wow. Um, but Zach's wow. unsure at this point. It's just we keep getting more material because he, his vision is so large and he has a, such a great vision of how he wants this to come about. And, you know, he's made tweaks here and there, but... Everything he's done and what I've seen is just, it's, there are no words. It's just going to be absolutely amazing. So we have that coming up this fall. Then, like you had mentioned, um, we'll be picking up the podcast series in fall as well with Dr. Tolstrup. He is one of our resources in Las Vegas. He's another peripheral nerve surgeon. Mm -hmm. Um, He's absolutely amazing. Um, and you guys are really going to love him. He is also in the docuseries as well as Dr. Bregman is in the docuseries who you've already uh, interviewed, who I just absolutely love. He um, is one of my doctors and I'm very fortunate to have him. So it's going to be great. I am just super excited. You know, um, when I was watching your docuseries, it it brought me back to another, um, I think it was, uh, it's not a docuseries, but it was a YouTube video just I don't even remember who made it, but it brought me back to that. It was a video that was a, a point of view video of someone who, um, because I was in the mental health field uh, in my past job, it helped me understand what people who have severe mental health illness, uh, what their life in a day in a life was like. And it was so powerful. It was just like five or 10 minute short little YouTube video, but it made me realize how uh, this one person, I think, uh, the video was about a person who had bipolar schizophrenia, severe bipolar schizophrenia, and they would wake up in the morning. You know, you'd see things that um, in their point of view. So it seems like it's normal for every day. Let's say uh, the coffee's going, they wake up, they open their eyes. But then when they see the coffee going in their mind, because maybe the um, the chemical imbalance was not great, something like that, they saw the coffee pot just explode in a fire, fiery blaze. So it it's shows their point of view of how they see life and everything that we go through as a normal, you know, eating breakfast, but something traumatic happened to them that sparked a trigger. So you see what their reaction is, their point of view. It brought so much uh, compassion and understanding and um, awareness to that. And it made you want to help. But how can you help? So I was thinking, you know, and this is just me talking out of my head, maybe, uh, that a media company that you're working with can do like a point of view of how a person with CRPS lives their life because then it brings the awareness and also it, it creates a a passion within people like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that this is the feeling on their skin, the air, the fan air hitting their skin. It's like pins and needles. You know, I remember a lot of doctors were saying that, on the pain uh, Richter scale, pain scale is like a, a 12, a 15, where a normal person, they don't notice, oh, it's the air hitting their skin. But the pain registers so much more. 
And I feel like that would have so much of an impact uh, and awareness to people. It's like, oh my gosh, this is what CRPS is about. And that's actually in there, believe it or not. He's actually already done that. Um, We've, he's interviewed um, a few warriors who have told their journeys, told their stories. Um, My story's in there, um, which was, I'm going to be honest, was probably one of the hardest things I've had to do was sit there and tell my story because there were things that, you know, only my family and my team know, but now it's going to come out to the world. And it was really hard to talk about, but Zach was able to bring this painful disease to life and make it so you really understand what's going on in the day of the life of a warrior. Our goal was to, you know, cause a lot of, you'll see a lot of uh, documentaries and stuff that are based on, um, all warriors, just nothing but warrior after warrior. We want to do something different. It was, again, it was bringing in your resources, bringing in these doctors, bringing in the attorneys, um, bringing in people from city officials who, you know, in the beginning may have never heard about this. And now they're living it every day because one of their members is, you know, a foundation for it. So our goal was to bring all of this in is to give the viewers a different perspective from every angle. And there's some there's some heart wrenching stories in there and there's, you know, but it's, it's very real. It's very truthful. And he did such an amazing job, but yeah, that that's definitely in there. That's part of it. So I don't know when or where we don't know what episode I do know what the first episode is coming out. I just can't say, mm. um, but we also have our international team. We have um, MTI Italy who we work really close with and Dr. Pacanero, um, is in the docuseries and he is one of our biggest international resources. Um, so we were very fortunate. Um, one, it would have been nice to be able to go to Italy to be able to film it, but you know, money and time, it's <laughs> like, you know, not all of us can travel. Um, but we were able to work with Rakesh who is just absolutely amazing um, doing filming and stuff and telling stories that we were able to get them to send in their clip for the series and they'll have their own episode. Very nice. I'm so excited to see the whole series. That's that's really, really exciting. Now, uh, the last topic that I wanted to, well, not the last topic, one of the other topics um, I saw on your social media, you link in that you had to put a call out for volunteers, that you need uh, volunteers that you're, that you're growing. And I already see that you guys are growing amazingly. So you want to tell that, um, tell us about that and your need for volunteers? Yeah. So when we started the foundation, there was eight of us. Eight of us started this. We're now up to 41, and that includes our board of directors. Um, We're, you know, being national and international, everybody's a volunteer. And the way we established the foundation was there was different departments. There's the PR department, uh, community donations, social media, entertainment and events department, um, and then admin, and plus international. So with that, it gives... The reason I did it that way was because I want to really be able to grow and to reach so many warriors across the country, um, not just the United States, because there are so many overseas. And so we broke this up. So that gives everybody who has a specialty who wants to volunteer to get the opportunity to do it. So right now we're um, interviewing for communication assistant and a marketing assistant. And we're, we're just growing and growing. And it's great because our turnover is so low with volunteers. And it amazes me. You know, I put it out on LinkedIn and for social media, had 1,151 views. Ended up doing 51 interviews. Brought on two people. Wow. For social media. And wow. then I brought on a research person out of that, research assistant out of that group. They applied for social media. Their background was medical. I'm like, mm, I got a spot for you. Um, brought on a... Uh, marketing assistant, again, wanted social media, but their background is marketing and PR and they're so strong in it. So I just put in there. So even though we put out for a certain role, we end up bringing people into different, different departments. And it's just amazes me the amount of people who want to give their time to help a good cause. I mean, we just 41 volunteers in three years. That is just blows my mind when we just started with eight, you know, and here we are, you know, we have our executive assistant in in Nevada and executive assistant in California, you know, our two main places are Nevada and California. 
you know, and then we have all these departments and each department has a minimum of four people in every department. Some have six, some have our social media department is our biggest one. And then our next one is PR. Very nice. I love that you, you know how to, you know, Deb, you're such a people person. That's one of the things that I immediately can feel from you. You're a people person. You love to help, but you know how to utilize everyone's strengths. That's something that people, I don't know if they quite realize that, you know, everyone has different strengths in order to work together. You got to know what your strengths are, how to contribute, and you know how to utilize that. And, and that's where we do with our social media department, like Brittany, our lead social media assistant who you've talked to. Yes. Um, she's in charge of our YouTube channel. Nobody else will be running YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, she does amazing work. I mean, June is PTSD awareness month. She's done a whole segment on PTSD. Um, it's just absolutely amazing. The stuff she does, Joanne, she's our TikTok specialist. She is the only one to do TikTok. Nobody else will do TikTok. And then we rotate our Facebook, Instagram, trying to think how many we have. Is that LinkedIn? Yeah. I handle LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So Facebook, Instagram. Oh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Twitter sitting up there with the least followers too. We, We need to build that up. But, um, and I did that for a reason because now when we rotate them every quarter, the social media assistant gets to learn different aspects of social media, different platforms. And I do this with all my departments. Everybody has a specialty because I want them to be able to not only learn about CRPS, but this is good for their future, for their careers, for school. Um, we have, you know, people as young as 15 working, volunteering on our our team and, you know, as old as in their fifties, um, we have a great variety, men, women, um, warriors, non-warriors. So to me, that is what's essential to run a foundation. It's about giving back and you have to take care of your volunteers. And we do that. Um, it's a family. Once you become part of the foundation, you're part of the family, whether you're a resource or you're a volunteer in one of those departments. You're, Deb, you're such an inspiration to Mike and I. Every time I, I, I'm kind of like your stalker on social media. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm on there all the time. Look what Deb did. Look at what somebody likes me. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, I'm getting woke up. What the? Come on. Look what she just posted an hour ago. That's <laughs> <was> asleep. <laughs> so Deb, um, and uh, talking about social media. <laughs> I saw that you had an event in Vegas at the Rio, and this is where you premiered Ready. Uh, You want to tell us about that? We did. So Gary, our COO, um, he belongs to an online gaming group, and they had their convention there, and they had asked us if we would like to do a silent auction, and all proceeds of the silent auction from that event would go to the foundation. So I went out there. We had, like I said, some of our resources, board members, um, and volunteers, um, our executive assistant, Shonda, she helped put it together. She's absolutely amazing. She did a great job with that. Um, and we brought out Reddy. And he just, he was the star of the show. It was like, he was maybe out there for only about 15 minutes. But that's that was the buzz. It was all about Reddy. And we did really well. That, that group of people are so amazing. They're from all over the world. Um, they were so supportive. We actually met a CRPS warrior in the group. Um, and we're actually working with him to get him help. Uh, so it was a win-win for everybody. You know, we had a great time. They had a great time. Um, Shonda did amazing putting it together. Gary, you know, he's just amazing, period. So, but for him to be able to bring us to that was huge. And to have Reddy's first event be so successful in such a short period of time now we have people saying well can he come to our event can we do this it's like you know absolutely but he's got some events he's already scheduled for and (laughs) kind of slowed down because just like with everything else you know um when we first opened my goals were international and i think i mentioned this in the very first podcast international wasn't supposed to start until that was a three-year plan or a five-year plan um, moving to Nevada to get an office out there and establish residency in Nevada was a th- three-year old. Well, within six months, we were in Nevada doing a ribbon cutting. And within eight months, we had our first international ambassador in the UK. And now it's just like, here we are about 10 countries. I think, yeah, I think it, we are now at 10 countries. Um, and it just, 
we just keep growing. And now we brought out ready. <laughs> and it's like, and the pot or the docuseries hasn't even aired yet. And I just keep thinking what's going to happen when that airs, you know, we're going to need bring on more volunteers. And that's why it was so important to get these sponsorship packages out because this foundation is based off of donations, grants, and sponsorships. Um, so it's so important to us for people who want to be a sponsor, you know, to go to the website, to see what, you know, they can qualify for if anything, you know, there's, the lowest I believe is 500 and then it goes up to 10,000. Um, so it's not absolutely ridiculous, you know, pricing out there and you get a lot for it and you're helping people. You're helping these warriors beat the suicide disease. And that is our goal. I love that you brought on uh, your mascot ready to be the face of the CRPS warriors foundation because so many, so much uh, when we see a, a person, a mascot, you, you automatically, uh, you know, you, you connect them to that cause, that organization. So I think that vision, Deb, was awesome. And I think um, Ruddy will do great being in appearances and also bringing awareness to your organization. I think that's an awesome thing. Yes. You know, if you research Red Panda, you know, it tells you they're a warrior, they're a trooper, they're a fighter, they don't give up, they're, you know, they're in it for the long run, they're here to fight a cause. And that's what our warriors relate to. Um, and like I mentioned, you know, I'm a huge, huge Disney fanatic, that is where I go to my happy place. That is, you know, my escape from the pain from, you know, the work comp system, you know, through, the emails I get when we lose another warrior to suicide, that is my escape. So to me, anytime I go to Disney, I have to get my chewy hug. You know, I have to go see Japaka and get my chewy hug. You know, that <laughs> it brings tears to my eyes. How many times I've done it? My husband's just like, again? And I'm like, again, you know, because that is, to me, that's what it's about. And Ruddy is, that's why I wanted Ruddy. I wanted a mascot. I wanted something that our little warriors can, you know, get a stuffy and hold and watch him, you know, at these events or, you know, in YouTube videos or just on the website, social media, when they see him, they're going to know that there is something out there that's comforting, something out there that's going to help them get through. Because I know personally for me, when I wasn't as big of a Disney fanatic until I got sick. And it just, it was like a completely, it was a 360 turn for me. Wow. So for me to give back to our community was something that's just so cuddly and fun and just makes you feel like, you know, everything's going to be okay, whether or not it is. Right. Yeah. But there too is, you know, that gives you a whole lot of joy. And so now there, when you created your own mascot, and now you're going to see all these kids get that same kind of joy, which will give you even more joy as well, too, seeing that these kids are enjoying that. Absolutely. I mean, um, I've done a mascot. I played a mascot before and worked with some kids and the joy in their eyes when they just come running up and just want to hug you and dance with you. And, you know, it, it's just that's a whole nother level. And now you're dealing with kids who are sick, who, you know, go through the worst of the worst. And now they have something that's going to comfort them and ready's that. And I'm just, I'm so proud to be able to bring him to life and my team, you know, Gary's wife, Natalia and her friend Crystal are the ones that help bring ready to life for us. You know, um, ready is a trademark. He is ours. Um, so, you know, and that makes it even more important for us because we are a trademark foundation. So ready as soon as he became born, he became trademarked. Um, and to us, that's extremely important because we want him to be his own individual person or animal. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Ruddy. I don't know. You know, he doesn't talk. So, you know, he's a baby. He doesn't talk. But he, he definitely, he, he knows how to love and he knows how to bring comfort and support to those who are in need. I have to have a little ready uh, cartoon character pretty soon. Social media is already, I, I'm telling you, Brittany's like, <laughs> she's got all kinds of ideas. Um, our PR team, all kinds of ideas about marketing ready, um, getting, you know, the stuffies. It was cute because Jen, our community assistant, she had gone to the Dallas Zoo and she texted me right away. She goes, I found ready. And she sent me a picture and I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> 
she goes, I'm taking him home. <laughs> oh, that makes me tear up. That's and, so sweet. You know, oh. and just to have that impact, you know, and John, she made Ruddy's best for him. She, you know, she did all of it, stitched it, um, put it oh. together by hand. So Ruddy is came to life through the love of the people of the foundation and through the CRPS community. He's here because of all of them. I, I brought the idea and everybody else ran with it. And that's what I do at the foundation. I'm there to support. I give the ideas. It's the team that makes us successful. It's not me. It's everybody from our board of directors all the way to, you know, every single person on that, on the foundation. Which is nice. Yeah. Which is very nice. I'm very excited to see now in season two of the podcast, your new resources, because I've already seen like about five new resources pop up. So I'm, I'm excited to talk to them in uh, the fall, see and what they have. we've got more. We've yes. got more that haven't been announced yet that are in the process of doing their paperwork. And that's the other thing I wanted to mention is, you know, if there are people out there who do treat CRPS and they want to be a resource, one, it's free to be a resource for us, um, you know. We have the sponsorship packages. That's separate. That's not going to hinder you from not being on our website because it's about, again, it's about getting the resources out. Um, so if there is anybody out there, what we do is they just, you know, can email me, um, call, call into the phone number and schedule an appointment. Then we just do a quick interview just to, you know, make sure that this is a good fit for us both. They fill out some paperwork and then we announce them. And it's that simple. And it's that that's made us as, as as successful as we are today. That's awesome. We're definitely happy to help put the word out to your call for volunteers and resources. Yeah. So um, everyone that's listening, go check out Deb and CRPS Warriors Foundation. Go to their website, crpswarriorsfoundation.org. Now they are in two different locations. Their headquarters is in Las Vegas. Then they also have a, another office in Marietta. If you want to uh, contact them, find them on all of their social media at CRPS Warriors Foundation. And that's uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, your Lincoln. Um, I think your Lincoln, you have a private one. And then CRPS also has their own, right? Yes. Yeah. So CRPS Warriors Foundation on Lincoln. And um, am I forgetting one more? TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Hello, Phoebe. TikTok. <laughs> I love TikTok. So, yes, TikTok. And YouTube, you said YouTube, right? YouTube there's as well. YouTube. Yeah. There's oh my six. gosh. So See? there's six different platforms that yeah. we are on and then the website itself. Yeah. So definitely go check them out and stay tuned for season two uh, of the Warriors CRPS Warriors Foundation. That's going to come out in the fall. And um, yeah, go check them out on their social medias. Thank you so much, Deb, for coming in. Thank you, guys. And thank you for being such a big supporter of ours. We couldn't do this without you. And you've helped us so much more than you know. And we love the podcast and love you guys. And we are so excited for season two. And you're going to hear some really great resources. And um, I, I just can't wait to share everything. And if you're in town, make sure to stop by the event on August 4th at Mount Palomar Winery and get a meet ready. Yes, <laughs> we cannot wait. We're going to be there dancing. Well, I am going to be dancing. Mike's going to be there probably filming and like, hey. Course, yeah. <laughs> Make sure Ready gets out there with you. I love it. Right, <laughs> right. So get ready. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> what is that number? Like four or five? I five? think we need shirts made up that say that now. <laughs> oh. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Oh. <laughs> Uh, PR team, are you listening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Deb. We love you. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app.